you ever see something so true that you couldn't unsee it? Something that you just knew would serve you. Whether it be self-awareness, plant medicine, a lover, a career. That's what we get down to here. Welcome to Discipline Stoners, the gateway drug to mindfulness. Spark up or don't, and enjoy the show. Glad you're here. Welcome back to another episode of Discipline Stoners. I'm your host, Eleven. My name is Winnie, and, and we, we are, are the gateway drug to mindfulness. And today, yo, our next guest is an entrepreneur and artist who can bust killer dance moves and has been at the helm of one of Ontario's most successful cannabis retail stores for over four years, garnering accolades like AdCan's National Retail Brand of the Year for three consecutive years. Please welcome Jasper Lai. Hey. Thank you. Wow, shower me, shower me. Crump, crumping <laughs> on We want to. Crumping That's on what him. we want to do when My you're God, here. Thanks for being here. Yes, yes, Appreciate yes. Appreciate you, bro. No, pleasure, man. Love. I'm staying far away from the boys today because I have a little tickle in my throat and I don't know what it is. So we're just going to proceed with caution. So we're sharing joints. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't touched him for over 48 hours now. Which is very Jasper, sad so for me. Don't, wor- don't you worry. <laughs> How are you, bro? Man, I'm good. Yeah, it's family day. Long I know. weekend. Yeah, just... thanks for spending your family day with us. Family. Yeah. Family oh, day across Canada yeah. today, uh, yeah. I think. Can- yeah. fam. Canafan. We're part of this really cool industry together that's budding, but you and I have a couple crossovers and overlaps uh, in in our uh, religion of hip hop, if you will. Yep. <laughs> you are a dancer in the, contrib- in, in the you, you, you you contribute to hip hop in the capacity of dance, of physical movement, and I do so with a rhythmic poetry we call Crazy. rap. And we've already had a friend overlap, Kenny. Uh, at the Can Expo shoot, I didn't even know. I thought you would just got, you guys were just getting along well, and then after Eleven was like, "Oh my God, Jasper and Kenny know each other," and I was like, "What?" Scarborough fam in the That's arts, so yo. Good. It's like, so yeah. it's pretty special. It's great that we've uh, you know we've been kind of orbiting each other's vortex for a time now. Now it's time to finally sit down, and chop it up about how the third dimension has been for you. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, just meeting Kenny and like, um, yeah, I. You know, when I started dancing, like, even though I don't do it as much now, it's like it always rises its head up, you know, every so often, like where you meet people, you you, you bring it up. It's something you could talk about. We connect on a certain level. Me meeting Kenny, we have a bunch of mutuals that, you know, we just haven't bumped into each other. So um, really grateful, man, like really grateful for dance and crump and just like. You know, being in being an artist yourself, and um, you know. When did you get into dance? Yeah, what was that like? Man, so I think I got into like around like high school, grade eleven, grade twelve. Sick. Yeah, and um, was it an uh, immediate love? Yeah, yeah, it was. So my friend just showed me this random video on YouTube of uh, of tie dyes. It's like this, you know, he's the creator of Crump, and I just saw it. And I think at the time, I just wanted to be good at something. Mm. Right. Like I was just coming up and like I wasn't always I wasn't really good in school. I wasn't the fastest or the strongest. I I played sports, but 
like you just wanted to have some type of talent. Like you yes. always see people have a talent, they can gymnastics or music, and I'm like, I just want to be good at it something. It sets you apart from, yeah. from others and just the game of life to have a little Reiki ball of energy that you've right. mastered and that you play with. Yeah, dance is such a honorable discipline as well. You know, like it's, uh, and I also feel like I used to dance as a young person. I wanted to be a musical theater artist mm. and, um, I feel like dance, there's like a fire within people who choose dance Facts. as an artistic expression. And that it, it feels like you were, it was born inside of you. Because I don't have fluid <coughs> movement. Okay, we, When we first started dating, he was like, we went dancing. And he was like, uh -oh. what the fuck is going on? Um, so it's really interesting to me. Dancers just like, there's a, a type of feeling that comes along with the expression. Yeah, what does that feel like? Man, it's it's nuts. And I mean, I think at the very beginning, like I didn't even really know what world I was going into, right? Mm -hmm. I was just like, man, I just feel like dance. And and, and honestly, I was with, I'm with you. I had no rhythm. Like I couldn't dance. It's something that like you really? can actually learn. Stop. I swear to God, you can learn it. Like you got to just listen. And yes. you, you listen, mm -hmm. you just listen to the music. And then it, so, and then what's crazy is that once I start leveling up picking up rhythm like you see your brain also like think differently mm. you also just i don't even know how to explain it but the neural pathways evolve definitely yeah the more like drummers have the most unique uh, neural pathways because they're right. they're understanding the structure around things because they have to know the timing to hit it there's something like that and it reroutes your perception yeah it does of reality in a certain way before i was just very like okay analytical logical black yeah. white boom that was just kind of like how like you're taught to be <laughs> yeah and then, um, but yeah, dance has been been crazy. So it just started off as that. And um, I didn't even realize how, how crazy of an experience it's gonna be. Like, I think also at the moment, I was also needed a way to like just express myself and being a part of a group, a crew. The culture behind it. The culture behind it. It's very tribal, right? Yes. Like you have a crew and it's like, okay, even though if I'm not good in school or I'm not good at this, like I'm in a community that validates me. And, and I'm giving value and service and being seen. Right, exactly. And and during that time period when I was like grade 11, grade 12, like, you know, as, as many people at that time, like, you don't, what do you really know at that time? You're, we're all kind of like lost and we're trying to find ourselves. So having that was great. And, um, you know, when you when you pick a specific craft that you want to run a journey through, mm. like, you, it also shows you like, you know, how, how much work it takes to be good at something. You know, mm -hmm. how, like how much effort you need to put in. You got to surround yourself with people who, who are on the same path. Yeah. So now that I look back, I'm like, I'm able to extract all these lessons from it. Mm -hmm. Where in the moment, I was just riding it out. Right. I didn't, and I made a lot of mistakes in it too. You know, your ego's in the way. Uh, you're around other people. You don't know. You get addicted to this high of dancing, performing. and Ciphering. Ciphering. Just, oh. And it was amazing. And um, yeah, like you go into sessions, battles. You train and... You try to just, you know, prepare yourself to go battle. You compete. Yes. It was, um, man, it was it was an amazing time. It and, feels um, like a spiritual dance because no matter who is the victor on the surface of those experiences, everyone's just kind of congregating to express. Right. And it's so magical. That's just like I even, I focus more purposely, like I met Kenny at Rise. I focus more always on ciphering and I mm. became the cipher manager at Rise because it just lended itself more to kind of getting down and creating together and sharing bars and expressions rather than like battle rap, which I also right. highly respect. Right, and, right. And 
love that and you know kind of did that in the streets and a little bit as a teenager but then it's like more I like the cypher because you're able to kind of extract and build and I've written songs in ciphers like Mm. you know when everyone keeps coming back to something when the whole crowd it's like a oh hey and it's like it's embedded now in that energy forever and you're I don't know else how to get that energy everyone has to show up with that like will to participate Right. And um, man, the session is crazy, man. Like it's, um, it's where you sharpen your, your iron, you know, like yes. it's, it's, it's where you, 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 sh- you display, you show, you cipher, you exchange energy. And man, dude, you would love, I got to bring you out to a crumb session one of these days. I'm man. down, bro. Yo, Fuck. You as well. Like <laughs> you guys sick. would love the energy and it's yeah. very uplifting. And I don't know if you can visualize how a crumb session looks like, but nope. it's just constant. <laughs> like it's a dance, it's a dance cipher. So imagine you're spitting your bars and you know, I'm dancing and then you have people yelling screaming hyping giving you that energy and then you're feeling that hype from from it and it elevates you to like come up with something off top that you didn't even think of and yes. it's crazy yes and then they go crazy and then because they're going crazy because you're going crazy and it's relevant to them right so they know they caused it that's why freestyle right. is the funnest thing right. because you can take something right in front of it and make a theme out of it Right. And then, like, people will know to, like, get all get in that frequency. It's magic. That's Can what you it's... make me my l- own little joint, too? Oh, of course. I can't believe I didn't. I took 15 milligrams of oil I before I, I uh, came. But uh, I just also, I feel sad if I'm not I'm also smoking. Like, you, <laughs> you haven't even smoked any weed today. I'm just over here being a child of hip-hop with Jasper, yo. That's so sick. <laughs> yeah. And were, it was. Were you into hip-hop before you started dancing? Yeah, yeah, okay. like I, I love, yeah, I love hip hop. I love music. And that's and what you normally dance to? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Crump has like its own music. It's yeah. got its own music too. Okay. Like, but it's very much like hip hop influenced, I would say, you know, like Busta Rhymes was like original, one of the original artists that we listened to in Crump. You it know? feels like a like, break beat or like a constant energy thing yeah. going, right? And that's why Bossa Boss go, and, and I give it to the rhythm. Yeah. And it's like be very easy to get jacked up, on bat, that. Bat, 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 yeah. Bat. And there's a lot of snares, a lot of like, um, yeah. Opportunities to mirror pockets. So if you have like a, a groove that's like very pronounced, like, gong, 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 like you know, like yeah. that, like they'll be able to, like, gong, 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 you know, oh like my God. show what that looks like. I always enjoy that because I'm over here programming drums till 4 a.m. and these guys actually animate it yeah. <laughs> like that they bring an actual physical voice to the components and in, in yeah. the in the tracks it's fucking cool like you got like you create you create the music like we kind of just we move to it which right? is so it's important like, we need each other when you yeah. were when you started this and and it kind of it sounds like i'm hearing that it was it's all consuming you know you need to be part of the community and, and show up and work if you're going to perform and that's um, recognized because people in the culture will either see you or not yeah like that yeah. vibe extended if you show up yeah so did you acknowledge that there was like a discipline within the performance art at that time or were you just having such a good time that that's like it it didn't really feel because I feel like sometimes discipline is a scary word for people oh yeah and it's like it it, there's sort of like um a haze of uh like it's like dense waking up in the morning wait yeah people wait it's like when you when you tell someone to go to the gym or tell someone to eat better or tell someone to get up early it's like that feeling, or it's like do your yeah. homework. It's like, Ugh. yeah. Like, do your but taxes. But when you're enjoying <laughs> what you do, there's still challenges within it. Absolutely. But you, 
the discipline doesn't necessarily have that weight to it because you just want to do it. Right. As a young person, how were you perceiving that as like, I'm getting up and I'm doing this and this is work that I'm putting into or were you like, I'm having a great time and I'm just like wanting to do this. Right. So no, that's a, that's a great question. I mean, at the, I would say at the very beginning, you're just having fun with it. And Mm -hmm. very quickly you realize you got to make a decision. It's like, like, do I really want to be good at this? Like, what do I want from this? Like, mm. am I going to do this just to do it? Or do I really want to be good? Like, I want, and I want it to be good at it. You know, I just want, if I want to spend all this time, I want to look nice. I want to yeah. be, I got to have my fundamentals. I want to be able to present myself and learn the history. And um, the history, that's something that the culture leads you to respect. respect. Like, as an MC, if like, if you don't know about the Rakims, the Big Daddy Canes, uh, you know, beyond like the obvious ones like Jay Z, Biggie, like actually go and listen to their catalogs and understand references. Just like yeah. you can take original fundamental moves and do them and, and then create an ode to them. Right. You can like do a remix yep. of them. So all that like history. Here, you keep rocking that. No, I'm or just I'm good. put I'm it good. down. Or just put it down. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm a, I'm a just I'm at this point. But you um, you got our intake form. We're like we smoke on this <laughs> podcast. Discipline stoners. Man. Yes, sir. I love the name. Like honestly, <laughs> like you. as soon as I, I'm like, I already kind of have an idea of like what these guys are about, and yeah. I'm like, I'm in. Yeah, oh, we so. just kind of wanted to create a different stereotype around sure the word stoner for in specific, but yeah. around weed culture also. Yeah. Um, speaking of weed culture, you. When did you first smoke weed, if you Man, care um, to tell? Yeah, so I tried it in high school, nice. right? Just as a, a lot of people get their first time, you know, you're just a friend. The hey. average age on this podcast for our 14. guests is 14. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so I am I consider myself late. Yeah, me right? too. <laughs> I consider myself mad late. So first time was high school, and then, um, but I wouldn't even say, like, I, I smoked like that. It was just, like, high school, you try it, what is this about? I would say maybe even to like after college, university, like even in my mid early twenties, was I really smoking heavy? And um, a lot of that was also influenced by my crew too. Like a lot of my dancers, my, my crew, like they all they all smoked as well. So Same I would us. Say, we didn't get until our early twenties, and then not regularly until our mid twenties. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I would say. Um, yeah, like really started smoking regular like mid twenties, early twenties, nice. um, and um, yeah. What that, did it do for you at that time? Man, I think at that time it because I was also dancing so often, um, it was just like a different experience too. Um, just being able to yeah smoke and then dance and unlock a certain brain part of your brain that like you didn't even think about. So I I think for me also dance related wise, like it made me think less. Um, whereas mm. before when I was dancing, I was, I was also very like aware, analytical. I wanted to make sure like yes. I'm doing things correctly. Whereas when I started smoking, which was useful in its own way, but when I started smoking, like I, I didn't think about it, about it as much. And I just allowed my body to just move and just mm. do what it need, just do what it felt like doing to the music. Follow the intuitive flow. Right. You have the gift, just rock with it. Exactly. Mm. So I think that was a huge piece to it. Yeah. Um, yeah i couldn't agree more like weed really the benefit of weed for me is like it's probably the first time where i uh found like mental autonomy Mm. where i well put yeah thank you it just came to me (laughs) 
<laughs> where I I used to reach outside of me for what I was supposed to be doing with yeah. my life all the time. You tell me, especially with elders, you mm. tell me what to do. It was how I grew up and. Mm. And uh, and I would reach out for other people's opinions, and that was um, debilitating at times. I remember, like, I wasn't going to go to acting school. My mom was like, right. yes, you are going to go to acting school, right. which was, very, like, shout out mom. Um, yeah. But, like, all of these things where it's very clear, there's a very clear route but mm. I stepped away from my intuition as a young person and when I found weed it was one of the first times where I was like oh I know what's right for me yes. and I know my my moral compass and when that doesn't align with other people it doesn't mean I'm not a bad a, a, a mm -hmm. bad person wow. or like I'm doing something mm -hmm. wrong wow. um, so yeah I, I resonate with that in terms of just like following the flow yeah, instead yeah, of disrupting yeah. that with analytics you right know? right right yeah i think um man like self-awareness is just huge right like yes. i think you're just hearing that it seems like it also gave you a level of self-awareness or maybe you already had it i think and um i think that's also super important and like just understanding how weed is for you how you want to use it and being yes. very aware of like how you're using it yeah. And um, a lot of, you know, uh, so I think that's super important with anything, really, like even outside of weed, whatever it is, just got to be aware of like, OK, how is this beneficial to you? It, does it get to a point where like it's not beneficial to you anymore? You guys just got to be very aware and also, yeah, just knowing what it can and can't do for you. So mm -hmm. that's I love that you say that because that's what I always say. People think sometimes like this show is all about like smoke as much as you can and be a t like, you <laughs> yeah. know, whatever. It's like, no, actually, we're just encouraging the healthy relationship. Some people's sure. relationship isn't even with THC. There's other components of the plant that can be beneficial. Yeah. But with that comes my like, stubborn opinion that truly there's something for everyone yeah. through this plant, whether it's CBN, whether it's CBG, right. CBD, you know, I, I personally love the effects of THC. I think small quantities for every adult is healthy. Mm -hmm. I really do, just because it takes me out of the frame of mind where I'm stuck in that ego game you were saying, that like, right. am I doing everything right? It's like, dog, you're creating in yeah. a universe that keeps expanding. Mm -hmm. Who gives a fuck? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like live your choose. But like homie. if you're like, if you're a sober person that like has to control every part of your day, I don't know if THC is like gonna be a lane for you until you allow yourself to let go a little bit. Yeah. They're they're in a dharma right now where they're living out a pain. So they need to actually have that resistance because that's why yeah. people don't take action to change. They still owe karmically. So they have to like live that's out crazy. some pain. That's that's what yeah. I've that's what I've arrived on because I keep seeing um, the same issues manifest itself in the world, and I'm like, okay, this is just about humans raising their frequency or not, because we'll right. just do the same thing. Like I also have the theory that it inflects this sort of through the quantum ether. The same thing will manifest if the energy's there with songs. You know, we were in the Uber the other day, and uh, this song came on that sounded like a Daughtry song, like, and I know, <laughs> and I'm like, right? And it's like some like punk rock shit or whatever, some like soft radio, like sob shit, like white people in Alberta be listening to like a lot, <laughs> and or like outskirts, and, and I'm like, hey, that song though, there's yeah. one song, and I think Sum 41 had it when I was growing up, and Daughtry had it when I was a teenager, and then it's come through, the same song has come through different generations, yeah. but 
who it's faceless by the point of the artist the Nickelback. artist Nickelback you know what I'm saying <laughs> like the it, Canadian gems it keeps manifesting through whoever yeah and just like I, I look at hip-hop like that like it's using us as its tools to like express yeah so same thing I think with you're the a creator thing we we're talking about you're, yeah we're, we're creators, creators. Yeah. like you're either a consumer or you're a creator and um, that's true uh, yeah, you know, and like we're, yeah, like we're creating to your point. It's so true. It's like, like, why, why be afraid of judgment when you're in there? Like you're, you're creating, you're the one that is um, putting your artistry and putting yourself out there to be judged and you're the one doing it. It's easy yeah. to have people, you know, judge and, 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 and it's easy to feel that pressure coming too. But I always remind yeah. myself, like, even for you guys, it's not easy. The way, like having a podcast, having a platform, putting yourselves out there, inviting people to come out and, um, you know, and and it's it's inspiring, right, to see you guys do it because um, you, you're you're putting a platform out there where you're like, I don't really care what what people think, and you're allowing other people to come on and express themselves. So, and we're grateful that you do. And there is That's also huge. thank you, man. Appreciate you. Thank you for that. Yeah, thank you. There is also an element for people who are actively creating where we have to understand that there's going to be rejection yeah. every single time because. A seven billion people on this earth. With everything, you not do. everyone's going to resonate with your art or what you're doing, and they don't have to. It's not their job to. <laughs> so um, I think that sometimes makes it a little bit more challenging in terms of uh, creating that habit of discipline when you're creating, because yeah. you're like, fuck, like if you know you do one thing that you're really really proud of and it totally flops which we've all had we've <laughs> yeah. all had that and you're yeah. like well i guess i'm going to fuck myself now like <laughs> what the hell you know so you have to be willing to endure a level of um right pain struggle yeah yeah. So so that brings me to my perfect next point because it was so beautiful to cover the head and the craft and the art with you, which is definitely priority every time. But also you've uh, managed to use your noggin in this lifetime as well, bro. Mm -hmm. You've accomplished some cool things with the Thanks, cannabis man. industry, which I wanted to also shout out Elise, our friend Ian, her yeah. plants who brought us together. So appreciate you. Awesome. We love you. you. You brought another blessing into our, into our world. So thank you. Um, do you want to share a little bit? Bit on what it's been like in the game, how you've incorporated culture right. and stuff into your store, and talk about that as much as you like. I would love to hear. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man. I mean, um, so I guess the journey kind of started like a few years before. Um, you know, I worked in sales. I managed a couple like watch stores, and I was super into sales. So I've always been in retail, just being in school and. Jeez, uh, that's so good. You know, like part time job, right? You got to have you got you you were always mm -hmm. in retail and and. Being in that, you're always customer facing. You're always talking to people. So I've selling, selling the most valuable thing to understand how to do on this earth. Absolutely. So I was in there. I was in that for a bit. I had my dance background, and um, you know, I consumed in my mid twenties all the way to like my late twenties too. And um, yeah, like I was like, I, I saw this opportunity come up, and I was like, well, you know, legalization was kind of happening, and. Um, we were just kind of seeing what's going on. Is it going to go private sector or public sector? You know, what's the law saying? It was a moving target constantly. Yeah, I know. It was such a fucking game for a while. And um, so, yeah, like I, I made a pivot. I, um, you know, I, I worked at the watch store and, you know, man, it's a, it's a journey. Because like at that time I was doing everything. I was like the number one salesperson at the company. I managed from, went from part-time to full-time to AM to store. I did the whole client. And uh, you just do everything you can to try to be the best that you can at that job. And, 
you know, and then, you know, a few years later. Why, but why? Why do you think that? Why do you do everything you can to be the best at your job? Because I don't think everyone does that. Right. But why do you want you that? You do. This does. He wants to go, like, yeah, his what, heart. Yeah, what like, does that lead you to? Man, it, that's a great question. So we can go pretty deep with it. So <laughs> that's where we like to go. Like, before that, like, I was... um yeah, like I wasn't there. There's a lot of things that I did that I wasn't proud of, you know, like mm. I I just, you know, I was, you know, when we can go into that, but I just wasn't proud of a lot of things that I did. I was I was surrounded by maybe the wrong group of people. Um, and uh, yeah, I just wasn't really happy with, with where I was. And nice. this going back into the workplace and like earning a living the right way and mm. doing things properly, I felt like it was a way for me to redeem myself and just show that like, I'm not about this life anymore. I don't want to do this anymore, Sick. even though it sucked because you're like, man, from what I was used to to how it is, there's an hourly wage, this is how you do things. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, but, but you got commission from sales, though. Yeah. So as long as you position yourself, I, yeah, that the street hustle is so much more alluring when it comes to casual, passive right. you know, situations. But then it's like, are you really applying yourself to maximum level if you're not engaging, if you're not upgrading as a person? So you made that huge. I'm, I made a little shift to the towards the light too. I know what that's about and yeah. the discipline that that takes. But it's, you're smart. You put yourself in positions that you could still gain from your hustle and not be taken advantage of by an hourly. Exactly. And I mean, if you look at it just from like a money perspective, then it's it becomes harder. I was kind of like. I need to self-develop right now. I just need to... You knew where to look for value in your life. Exactly. Wow. I, I'm like, I need to... There's an opportunity where I can lead, I can manage, I can sell, I can develop a relationship with the president because um, I had a direct line with him. That was just kind of how it was set up. Gorgeous. So I was like, there's a lot of things I can learn from here, even though <coughs> this is not my end goal and this is where I am. And I'm in a rebuild process. I'm recreating myself. I'm redeeming myself. So. And what age was this? Man, I'm going to say like 24. Five? Yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, men That's fi pretty good. Fin finish forming our brain at like 25. Like, we don't get the full thing doesn't finish forming until 20. I felt it too. You're like sitting, yeah. you're like, oh shit, this. I don't think my brain has finished forming yet. <laughs> <laughs> Still cooking. Sorry to cut you off, bro. So, Continue, love this. Yeah, I mean, like, and I think that that happens when, like, in my early 20s, like, I just made a lot of big big mistakes and like that kind of expedites the process mm. like it, it kind of just speeds things you know, up you know what you don't want yeah you, you learn harsh lessons early big big struggles big challenges you learn it early you get hit fast and you just hope that you don't get hit so bad that you can't recover from it mm. but you need a level of pain and suffering to get you to learn those big lessons because like bro we never really learn lessons until it's a harsh lesson like i mean Ooh. And that's what's just crazy. Like countless times it'll happen. I'm like, okay, I got another chance. Okay, I can do it again. I'm good. Okay, you kind of know that you shouldn't be doing this, but it's not until you really get slapped in the face where you're like, okay, like, I think I learned my lesson now. So that, that kind of sped up the process. And, um, and that's kind of what gave me the conviction at that time to, to be like, I need to do this well. I want to do things with integrity. I want to just do a good job. I just want to show that I'm who I think I am, and um, mm, yes, I am who I think I am. Yes, that's a fucking bar. Yeah, 
You got to prove to yourself that you are who you think you are. That's exactly what it was. When you start to make strides, especially as a thing that a lot of people want to be their job and is still their hobby, they'll be like, well, what what does it take? You you got to want to, to chase that pain and to show up for yourself to become the you that you're pretty sure is in there, but isn't quite yet straight up and you got to have that internal patience with yourself and this thick skin to almost like shush doubt whether yeah. internal or external yeah. and that's fucking huge good for you thanks yeah, man. not everyone does that yeah like most thanks, people man. give up there yeah. that that has that's a graveyard that part of the journey is a graveyard Yo. <laughs> Yo, for real and like and like i i could have been in that graveyard too and honestly Oof. where like i i and it was challenging as hell you know and and, and this all kind of kind of leads into cannabis so like you know I'm, I'm i'm redeeming myself i'm trying to put in the work i'm doing the right things and god was kind of be like okay like i'm rewarding you mm-hmm. full-time am store manager manage a couple stores so i'm like, okay like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm actually trying and I'm seeing the fruits of my labor and yes. I'm Let's seeing go. it happen. You yes. know what I mean? That's good, bro. So you get there and then like all of us, you know, you do everything you think you're supposed to do. You're doing a good job. And then it's like, bam, the, the president who I had a direct line with when I work, like he's like, yo, uh, the watch business is, is dwindling. You know, the, the Apple watch came out, Amazon. It was just a business that like, you know, it was hard to, to continue to, to, to stay in that industry. It so, had a time limit. Like had a time a limit. lot of in, uh, Best Buy ain't got no more physical yep. media right. as of this week. Oh, like DVDs, you mean? There's no more physical oh, media in Best Buys. no. Like, things dwindle. Yeah. and, and childhood. Yeah. Like, oh, remember Rogers and Blockbusters trips? Yeah. <laughs> things they'll yep. never know. Yeah, nothing lasts forever, I no. suppose. So, exactly. Except this watch business. And, and, all, and, and, and all this really just continued to show me how, how important it is to be able to recreate yourself and totally. just be able to go with the punches, right? And yep. so that was another gut punch where I'm like, okay, I, I, I did what I'm supposed to do, and now I got to this point. I Can I interrupt moved. you real quick? I want to know if there was a loss of uh, community, friends, loved ones while you were moving through this transition. Yo, man, I um, it was... Yes. Fuck. Yes, I yes. know. Doesn't that suck? Like, like, think about it, right? Like, you, you were the man in a sense where, you know, I had people who relied on me. I was the direct manager. Like, they relied on this job that I was kind of, like, in control in some way. I try to build people up. I try to bring people along with me, promote them. As I'm growing, I'm trying to bring people with me. Yeah. So I'm also, like, I felt like I was having a good impact on people around me. So for me, for that to happen, I felt like, dang, like, I, even though it's out of my control, it's not my fault. I feel like now I'm letting the, I'm, I'm letting my people down, and so that that was tough too. Yeah. Um, but you know, I feel like when you treat people right, they understand, and 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 things kind of play itself out. So I mean, it was a dark time. Like, so I was there, and then um, I got a new spot, lost a job. I was like, shoot, what do I do? <laughs> so you know, I went from having you know feeling I'm in a good place to you know being back down. I'm like, man, like mm-hmm. why is this happening again? Like, I just flows, I just did what you know I thought I was supposed to do, right. and then now you. It's being taken away from me, and I got to mm. rebuild myself again. But, but so went there, got a condo, had to move back home, home with my mom, um, and I had to, you know, I was on EI for a bit. Shout out, mom. Straight up, you Oof. know, and um, just, just be able to have that where like I can go back to, you know, that's like that's huge. And then I, yeah, that's huge, you know, wow. like not everyone has that, and I'm, I'm, I'm lucky to to have have wonderful mom for for, for that, you know. So, you know, 
so I moved back home and then I, I was E on EI for a bit. I'm trying to find myself and I worked this other job for a little bit. I was like a, at Legoland, like operations manager for Legoland at Vaughn Mills. Oh, cool. <laughs> no, it was like way. something totally different, you know, cool. like I was like managing this park in the mall. <laughs> That's but awesome. like, you know, I've heard that's sweet, that yeah. Legoland. Yo, it's it's a big operation. That's yeah. that's for sure. Working there, not so much. So yeah. <laughs> I, I'm like there, and I'm like, okay, let me try this out. Didn't really like it. So I'm like over and over again. I'm like, man, this is not for me. I I don't like to have my destiny in someone else's. Someone has control over my destiny. Yes. There. No matter what I do, there it is. No matter how I perform. There's someone else. There's there's a level of control that I don't have over what my performance and what I do. And yes. um, I was like, yo, I can't do this. I need to figure something out. And uh, that's when legalization was happening. Okay. Um, right? And, and, and so that's this- That's a good story, And man. this is the crazy part right here, right? So I want to watch it, my, uh, where I worked, you know, when I managed those stores, that president, who at the moment where anyone could have been like, man, you're snaking me. Like, I did all this and you, you, you don't, you blindside me, bankrupt, boom. Right. Like- Man, no, a lot of people could be like, man, like, but I looked at it as like, this is just business. I'm not going to be emotional about Can't it. Be you know personal. what I mean? Like, yeah. I get it. Like, it wasn't going well. You needed me to be there. I get it. So I didn't take it personal. And it stings, but you can't ultimately hold that grudge. Exactly. And, um, and despite all that, I stayed in touch with him over the years because <laughs> I was, you know, we developed a relationship. I, I put in the work, he entrusted me with his, with, with big side of his business and I put in the work and I didn't take it personal. So there was like a level of respect that we had and we always stayed in touch. And nice. because I stayed in touch, like he pivoted and um, he's the founder of Spirly. No! Yeah. What? Yeah, he was the, he's the founder of Spearleaf, you know? Oh so, you just my blew my mind, God. bro. <laughs> I did not see that one coming. It's a, uh, yeah. You're so, a storyteller. Shit. That's hip hop. That's what hip hop will do to you. Oh, bro. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. And even during this time, I mean, it's tough, right? I'm like, okay, uh, like let's 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 talk, let's work. And I, I am so glad him. I didn't shit talk him during the previous story. <laughs> <sighs> because it's true. You're right. It's just business. And you, it, is. it is. And that's <laughs> a good lesson for all of us, too. You know. Yeah. And you know, I I could have. So we stayed in touch and, you know, he told me this is what's happening. And at that time, it was still very uncertain. He's still figuring things out. Is it going to get legalized? Is the bill going to pass? And, but I, I, I'm like, look, I, I want to work for you, even if it's for free or even if you want to pay me whatever you can. So you like, fuck with this individual because you know he's a winner. Yeah. So that's a really good way. That's, in, that's, one, that's very humble and good and smart of you and think and grow rich. It's like, yeah, seek guidance, take 100%, input. 100%, like my advice to any, any young individual coming up is be around people who are winning and people you admire and people that are doing, th so like I looked at it and I'm like, okay, this is the guy that, and he smokes, right? And I'm like, nice. that's I'm like, what we wanna hear. And, 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 you know, and he consumed and I'm like, this is a CEO running a big business, like he has this, stuff in order like why can't i like i he's a stoner he's yeah and and he a got disciplined and one. he got shit done and uh so i i i, I stayed in touch with him and uh i kind of worked with him and uh just kind of followed that path all the way to ontario everything became more certain and i was like okay i was like well where were you um like physically geographically yeah um i was in toronto okay yeah i was in scarborough okay. uh born and raised so yeah. i um 
stayed in touch with him and I'm like, you know what? Let me, I want a franchise. Like I, I want to open one up in my community in Scarborough and I want to have my own store. I know retail. I, I consume cannabis. I've worked with this guy. Everything was aligned. Everything that I, that I went through in the last five years. Don't you love that? All the ups and downs felt like it was aligned for me to take this path. And, and that was your opportunity to show someone who could give you another opportunity that you have a good attitude when the seas go like this. Straight up. He's like, this guy roll with me despite all that. And he's here still supporting, trying to work. And now, now he wants to do his own thing. And now I want to do my own thing. I want to, I want to get a franchise. I want to get a Spirly Scarborough. Because that's also been your passion all along to give yourself the fundamentals to right. expand on with your own momentum. Yeah. That's great. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, went through that process, and um, you know, like uh, long story short, I wasn't a lottery winner. I wasn't a lottery winner the second round. <laughs> I applied, you know, just like everyone else at the very beginning. I had to hold down my lease in Scarborough for like a year. That's what 1922 had to do too. That's insane. They did 18 months before they opened. (laughs) That's insane. We had to outbid three other people who wanted our same location. Whoa. Holy. Yeah. It was. Where is your location? uh, Morningside in 401. Used to shoot Degrassi up on Morningside. (laughs) Three other outbidders. Oh, that's right near. We we used to have a beer store. There's a. Yeah. So oh. that would have been at that bo- a year before there was three other people trying to trying to get that same really? unit. And four cannabis? Do you know if it was four cannabis? Uh, it was three to four. Like the landlord was just like, "Yo, I mean, the landlord could have just been saying it, but like, right. at that time, it was pretty. There's a lot of believable. Yeah, yeah. It was a big. Everyone was searching for locations to get them the lottery right. and all that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we we uh, had to outbid three other people, pulled down that lease for a year. Jeez. It probably was cannabis because people weren't really fucking like it was hard to get a lease. Straight up, yeah, yeah. right. That met all the zoning requirements and yeah. all that. So I mean, yeah, it was a nightmare. So but. you guys, what did you do in the space while you just had it for a year? Oh man, so design it, dude. Uh, yeah, so because it's part of a franchise, like, and I worked with him. So I was with the company when they got the first lottery store in Kingston. So oh. I was out in Kingston, like learning. Wow. I'm there working the store. Already. What's the POS saying? Already. What, I'm learning the products. I'm in the game, taking homework. I made an Instagram page. I did marketing. Coming soon. Spirly Scarborough. So good. So I've been working before I even got my license. <laughs> my and um, so as soon as we finally applied, we got the license, you know, we got in. Y'all got great half ounce options. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it's important. That's an important. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we can, we can, you know, dive into that um yeah. but yeah we'll, we'll so detail but continue the story sir. so you know we got in there and and it's crazy like i look back now and i'm like man i'm really glad i wasn't a lottery winner mm. you know, as much as in the moment you felt like you wanted to and you could have complained and said man the system's rigged but i like the fact that i did things the right way i wasn't a lottery winner no one can look at what i've built True. as like luck yeah like i now i have a story to tell you're the kobe now you're like, like I, I kept I, fucking I, going i have this story to be able to tell you guys and it's it's just you know it's crazy how much in the moment you think you want something but then you know, later on, God reveals to you what he really has in store for you. And Let's go, You just have bro. to trust the process. You have to stay a professional. You have to, you know, do things the right way and work with integrity. You know what I mean? Remain a professional. Be a professional. Thank God someone said it. <laughs> That's exactly what this game has to be. You can't take it personally. Remain professional. And so, when engaging in that capacity, bring your highest self. Are you pretty level-headed when you came, like... 
like have you always been pretty level-headed or is this something that you've learned over like is this something you wanted to implement in your life as part of your personality and person natural um, or intentioned i think i mean i i wasn't always level-headed right like i um and and you know don't get me wrong like during that whole like this whole period that i just kind of showed you guys like i like i was it was some crazy times like i was stressed for a <laughs> lot yeah a lot bit you know i was like feeling down and and um you know, but I, I just realized that like, yo, I, no one's gonna come save me. Like, I, I gotta just do what I think is right. And if I can act with integrity, if I could just do what, if I'm proud of my actions, then like I could live with the results. Like whether mm. I get the license or not, like I know I did things the right way. I know that I didn't snake anybody. I know that I didn't do anything to harm anyone in the moment during my process. Like I just did things what was right for me. And I'm like, if I do everything that I believe is right, then like I'll let the cards, you know, I'll, I'll let it, I'll let it be what it is. That's beautiful, man. So follow Jasper. This is very obviously an Instagram <laughs> clip. <laughs> yeah, Thanks for watching our reels on sure. Instagram. Yeah. That's what this episode is packed with. <laughs> okay. okay, thank you, man. Yeah, no, you guys are like bringing it out of me <laughs> by asking me these things. Like I, it's it's crazy for me to even just talk about it and bring it up. I'm really just bringing this up because you, you know we're we're in this flow right now. But helps when you're the real deal, McNeil. <laughs> helps when you got the story to talk about. Thanks, so you me. got prepped at the store in Kingston, yeah. and then you got. When did you find out you got a license? So I would say I found out January or February of no, I no, I found out the summer of 2020. But yeah. I was building out this entire time because in order to get the license, you have to build out your store. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They got to come in and look. So imagine like you're holding down a lease for 12 months, 18 months for some people. You're building out a store during COVID. So I had guys yeah. going in there at night, like trying to just prep things and make things a little faster, doing what we can. Because I'm like, man, I'm paying lease every month. Every month that I'm waiting, like and you're I'm, not you making basically anything. need half an M to get started, bro. Like, like just to cover all that and like sustain for a minute. And I think that's what these first half a decade years have been is yeah. like basically the system having such a pay gate to participate that like every retail store yeah. has fucking given so much focus, time, attention, and money. Uh, and there's probably so many asses on the line. And like, just so you can roll up, park and cop Straight. a quarter. Like that is so beautiful. <laughs> How much we want it. Like, yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and to do it without certainty of like- Ooh, Success with, even. Of, of even any success. So what, are you shop. even getting a license? I, I don't know, but I'm just gonna work as if I am. And that was the mentality you had to mm. operate under. Work as if I am, I love that. And do you hug. read Think and Grow Rich? Do you meditate or is all this natural? Like. These are quotes from books I've read. Like Man, I, you're just saying them in natural context. I don't. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I So I follow a lot of like people that I admire, like online, and Excellent. I always like to just like listen to things that has has my interest. So you choose your media. Exactly. I'm very specific about what I consume, and then I just take that and I and I'm like, well, and I mix it with my own lessons and my own stories because I listen to people talk on podcasts and like, you know, Joe Rogan, big people, and like. Man, people They're are so, so good storytellers and like they'll tell a story that I'm like, wow, that's such a simple story. But then like it, it resonated. It and changed it, your life and then, in, in some way. Yeah. And then you look at your own life. And I'm like, man, what stories do I have? And then mm. you try to like just you don't ever realize like like your own stories, whether it's long or interesting or not to you. It, it's still something that someone can find impactful. So I don't know. You know, I think maybe it's 
so special. Like, yeah, yeah, it might be. It might be. <laughs> okay, so Primo. you you found out you got your lease summer 2020. Um, we're in COVID, but summer wasn't so crazy. It wasn't right. so bad. We were right. allowed to be open and stuff. So did you open summer 2020? So we opened October 2020. Nice. October 17th on the anniversary. Oh, that's so great. I know. I know. So yeah, it was on the anniversary. That would be two-year anniversary, right? So 2018? Three, or was it 2020? Oh, no. Oh, oh, uh, it was the third, second? Yeah, second year. Yeah, second. yeah, it was 2018. It became yeah. legal in Canada. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so what we opened life. then. And then, so you opened. Congratulations. Thank you. Tell us about that journey. Yeah, and we opened. And, um, and you know, COVID hit. Curbside pickup, delivery. It's fine. Another yeah, they're like, another challenge. You but can open. Oh, by the way, no one can come at this in point. Your you're store. like, okay, what exactly. Else, and know? and it just gives perspective, right? And 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 like after you no, know, kind of just highlighting that journey of getting open. Like I, I can't even complain about anything. It's like I'm here. <laughs> you can sell. I me. I already got through the toughest part, which is the license getting building out, risking everything, losing everything. But and you're now, standing in it. And now that I'm open, I'm like, am I gonna complain that, I don't know, there's curbs? At least I'm open. At least I can do something. At least I can yeah, make man. a sale and yes. be, you know, live out my dreams. So, Grow your presence. Right. So, you know, that that's kind of been the energy behind our success, honestly, I would say, is that like after going through the process and risking so much to finally get here, I'm like, how can I not give 100 and 50%. You know, Let's like, go. What like, I just fuck? went through all that. Yes. And I'm not gonna, and I'm, and I can't reply to every review. I can't win every customer over. I can't yes, do, can. I can't go extra hard in, in making this business successful. I just went through hell to do yeah. this. You know, so that's really been the driving force to it. And um, yeah, we've, we've been open for, for quite some time. And yeah, we 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 have a tangible community that um, yeah, we see every that. day. How has that been building that? Like you're obviously serving a market that like very much appreciates and wants it, but like you've really leaned into community yeah, stuff and yeah. bringing people together. Talk about that. That's special. Yeah. So you know, just being in Scarborough, you know, when you're when you're from there, like you already have a connection to the people. You know how they are. You know what they like. You know the you have familiar faces. And then all of my staff, this is what's crazy too. So my team that I brought with me, a lot of them came from Watch It, right? Like I brought no them with way. me. I'm like, so there was that camaraderie, that chemistry. And now I was <laughs> able to come back and be like, hey, like, I, mean, I know what happened last time, but yo, come, I got this thing going on. I'd love to work with you. So, the boys are back in town. Exactly. Fuck, <laughs> let's go. So having like a nice team, um, being there, and that energy that I described was behind everything that we did. Is and, your OG uh, team still with you? I'm sorry. Yeah, they are? Yeah. Wow. Sick. That's you guys. Made that's huge. We're big. That's very thankful. Big. Right? The like turnover, obviously, I'm sure that you know that the turnover in retail is That's the is number crazy. one thing yeah. is like <laughs> trying to find people. And then bud tenders who also give a fuck. And like want to be there. Yep, yep. Too bad that we can't sell like Graba and Backwoods. That's a very Scarborough-esque contribution to the conversation. I am stereotyping a bit, but also no, that's it's fucking true. You're sick. Accurate. I learned blunts in Scarborough. <laughs> that's where I learned them. <laughs> uh, so that's when. When do you think we'll relax those kind of rules? Do you think we'll have that in the in the destiny of retail? Man, yeah, I, I would like to think I'd so. I'd love to see it. I think I so. think that we can get to a place where like you walk in and you can choose your own. Like there's oh. things on the shelves and like 
the mm. marketing and the brand, um, um, like what you have on, actually on your packaging is going to change. Yep. And I think that will be uh, a game changer it should for just people be, it too. Should. I'm a huge consumer. Like we were bu buying a bottle of wine the other day mm. and I just went to all the pretty bottles because I don't know shit about wine. I don't drink it. I was buying it for someone else and I was like, <laughs> give me this one. And this Eleven fancy. was like, um, I talked no. to the sommelier. Get the fuck. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm looking for this, this type of thing. And there was guidance. There's guides. But um, yeah, so that's amazing. So you're serving the community. Uh, I saw on some media, whether IG or something, did you bring dance to uh like a, a an activation at in your is yeah, that in yeah. your space or yeah it was that's in um, it was in our parking lot so i throw this annual like summer block party that's so hard dog i love that that's and so yeah man sick. and dude you guys gotta come out oh yeah i love for you guys to come through and uh it's, a, it? it's a, usually like july august like end of end of summer block hot, party hot don't expect me to wear a shirt <laughs> so yeah like we just kind of Give back, barbecue, pizza, wings, and then this, you know, like last year, I was like, man, like, I need to make this lit, man. I need to, <laughs> so I threw a, an all-styles dance battle. Let's go. And uh, so there's, like, a different energy that, you know, obviously I, I have a history with, and I brought that energy. I brought a different community there, and uh, they all showed up, and we had, a, a, so there's always an energy happening during this block party where it's not just so, okay, people set up activations you come, like I wanted to have a different energy in there as well, right? So, yeah. you know when mattress stores have parties and it's people eating hot dogs in parking lots? <laughs> We've all seen that and it's like, wah, wah. it's like you want there to be a backbone, a reason, yeah. a why, a thriving culture behind it. That's yeah. why it's helpful to bring the homies out. Right, right. <laughs> and you know, the music was bumping and there's a battle and we did this whole thing and uh so it's like an annual thing and now it's becoming every year it's just becoming bigger and bigger first start off with like just like an ice cream truck and some pizza and then next year it kind of got bigger and then i was like all style battle so this year we're going to do it big try to make it bigger again and and get people out you know dance like that's kind of what inspired me to to get into cannabis too so i'm like why don't i just bridge i always try to look for synergies in my life like how can what i did previously bring something new yeah. to what I'm doing now and bring exactly. it all together. And Use your strengths. Exactly. A thousand percent. I agree. Same. Most everything I do, I have just like artists. <laughs> I come with me and roll out no yeah. matter how conservative the situation is. I'm like, well, let's, let's remain in comfort here. Let's do some creative shit. If there was something that you could change immediately in the cannabis industry, um, that could, you know, be sort of like an overnight shift. Change. That's a great question. What? Where? Where do? You, where would you look to? What um, sector of the industry would you want to? Man, that's a great question. <laughs> I. Um, I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. We're myself. not trying to. <laughs> we're not trying to throw any heat or shade no. to any anyone, but just like we're early at it. Yeah. Is all. And and everyone has been pretty cool. I've heard every time that we kind of push a boundary, whether it be yeah. for permits or some sort of operation, they usually are like, oh, okay. Like the system is open to being corrected right now. So I think it's very helpful when yeah. those who are on the ground floor operating with it and the back end of it. So I think, you know, regulations around, you know, whether it's edible limits and stuff like that and around the product and retail and the business, I think those are always like things that would be nice for them to just, you know, update and make it make it a little bit more free and open. Those are always great. I think update, good term. 
Yeah, like so, I I could always go there and say you know say something there. Um, I I think what would be best is like I do really enjoy the spirit of like entrepreneurship and and business. And sometimes what I would, you know, and what what would be nice is if like there was like less gatekeeping. Like I like I like when it's fair competition and you you compete and. Let's build the best business. That's Whoever has the best business, like do it, you know. And, and healthy and, capitalism, yeah. sportsmanship, athleticism. May the best right. one win. You want to learn? Yeah, and 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 I enjoy competition. I like that. You know, it's just it's just when it becomes where okay, I know someone that knows somebody because I have this that we're gonna prevent people from even being a part of it, yeah. or or things that just completely. Uh, make it eliminate like the spirit of entrepreneurship, the the spirit of business and competing access. So, I would say maybe just that. Like, and and I don't really know exactly what goes on behind the scenes and what what's really happening. But I'm sure, just like in any business in 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 the world right now, those things happen, where you know people just kind of gatekeep or they just try to, you know, For try sure. to try to just stop people from coming in. And, and I just want I would like to have fair capitalism right like just fair business compete build a, you know you don't need to tear another a tower down you just build your tower and make sure it's and if you win you deserve to win and, and then um, it, I, I look at it as pillars. Like, yeah. I love the competitive spirit, too. Like, we should all drive each other to be better. Like, if <clears throat> another podcast quality inspires me for better quality or vice versa, great. You should mm. inspire each other. But you're all pillars. Yeah. It's not like there's not room for everyone to grow a strong pillar right. in their space. Right. Like, and so you have, the, you have the right of that domain. And you're right. That access, that root should reach yeah. To everyone who feels worthy to put in the work of participating, not necessarily have half a am ready to throw away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somehow. I don't know how that how that system reinvents itself, but do you um have <coughs> ongoing conversations with other retail stores outside of Spirit Leaf? Do you have a community of retailers that like I don't know, I you bounce ideas back with is that community building because i feel when i was in retail yeah. i managed a store for uh two almost two years oh, wow. or just okay. two years um, right out the gate oh, yeah nice. in uh 2020 as well wow. we opened june 2020 wow. 1922 independent shop in the hood yeah sherborne and queen yeah we've had them <laughs> on and i was like i don't know i feel like retailers need to get together or something True. and they were like they i don't know if they necessarily agreed with that or, or not but yeah it's um no that's great question so i mean yeah there's a few business community there there yeah. is a few retailers that i that i stay in touch with and uh, you know a few just developed from them coming to my store when we were open when we were open and they're waiting in line and yeah. i would always just I, you know i've always been generous with with info and i just try to help them and and uh you know like there's there's stores like some is downtown some is like other west end in scarborough so i mean i get it i guess it's a little sensitive because it's a mm. business and people don't really want to you know share and talk but i was like look like you know the information's free it's the execution that's hard right so it's like i say read my rhymes i dare you right. you can't spit them like me exactly like that's like here go ahead it's karaoke sing along like <laughs> yeah yeah you, know, yeah. you, you got to operate so yeah i'm like you know so i i think there's a few retailers that, that i stay in touch with and like yeah we we, we do bounce some ideas with each other, you know, however deep we want to go, it's up to us on how like granular we want to get into to retail and business. But yeah, I think there is a community out there. I think like people are always going to be friendly and and share things to what they're comfortable with, um, and that's fine, right? So, yeah. 
What's working for you right now in your retail space? Um, man, I think it's just, I think it becomes a snowball effect, right? Like when you, when you start off in the beginning and you just do all the right things and you become maniacal about doing everything. So um, all the boring, mundane tasks, just being on top of that and just making sure you're always doing it, you know? Fuck. People, Editing. People, Right, sounds like, awful. Like you, like you guys, Bullshit. you know, you have your, like you guys are one hundred eighty three. Yeah, you're one eighty three. Like it, that's to me that shows me consistency. That shows me you guys put in the work. You guys are showing up, and um, Thanks, like man. it's easy to to show up for your first ten. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people mean? do, and we cheer them on. <laughs> like you're not feeling well today. You still showed up. You know what I mean? There's we a couldn't lot. cancel on you. You're such an angel. And I, it's been and months. You've, and you've this been, has been so months patient. In the work. And I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I love it, that. It, it shows consistency and it just shows that you guys do the things. Like, I know it's fun to talk and be behind the camera, but like at the end of this, there's editing involved, there's posting, there's the certain clips. things that's happening behind the scenes that's like not really the most, not everything is the most fun. So, there's yeah. another voice that happens though that helps you once you get into, <clears throat> I said, because I set a world record in 2018, and I was like, max on drive, max on drive. Then I did a lot of shows in 2019, kept singles monthly. <laughs> but like, I went from 100% production focus to like 10%. So I like to just like kind of yeah. switch it up and to like see what happens. And when when you when you allow yourself to be good enough at something to keep it on autopilot, like now I edit, I'm right. back to editing the podcast. So <clears throat> I'm editing one today for Friday. And then I'll edit yours also throughout the week. But then when that's I know I'll have to allocate. But then I also make clips. And then so, okay, that's on mm -hmm. autopilot. But then what else is happening here is I'm talking to you, but I have another voice that's like a producer of the show that's formed Crazy. from editing. Crazy. That's literally telling me to ask you what POS you prefer so I can tag them on Instagram See, that, that's and connect That's experience. That's, that's, <laughs> that's fucked up. That's, it's like, that's not, no, because no, when you're you working said, at a high level, man. Like, like that's. When you said maniacal, I was like, that's that motherfucker over here. <laughs> he's like trying to, be, he's grimy with it. He's yeah. like trying to tag yeah. connect people in a description. Like, relax, homie. Like, have a conversation. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah. So no, I feel you. It's you have like, to become like autopilot with some things and then allow other parts of your brain to expand. It's yeah, quite and the process. You you so it becomes like um yeah, like a snowball effect, right? Like it, it's you build yourself positive momentum and you, you use that momentum to just keep doing the work, to keep doing the things that made you successful. So I never go away from it. You know, I look at what made us what we are. And I'm like, I can't ever go away from that. I need to make sure that what, what's important, what got us to where we got to. And uh, I mean, it's deep. I can go, there's, there's so much we can touch on to what I guess makes us or a, a cannabis store successful or business. Yes. Um, but you know, I think for us, it just becomes a snowball effect. I, I had this post on LinkedIn that kind of got like some attention. And I said like, um, I said, I never feel like, no one should ever feel like they're too good for anyone in this yeah. industry, you know? Like you're only as good as your last month. You're only as good as your last day, your last at bat. So I think just not ever feeling you're too good to pick up the trash, not ever feeling like you're too good to talk to that rep, not ever feeling like you're too good to um, do research and like, Humility. you're not too good for anyone. You're only as good as what I just like, what I just did yesterday in sales, today's a new day, anything yeah. can happen. And um, humble approach with humility. Yeah, that feels better in your body anyway, doesn't it? 
feels cleaner. 100%. The expectation the other way spiritually is really puts you in a shitty mind state. <laughs> <laughs> you got to just go in clean every day. Zen mind. Yeah, and wow. I think it starts there. I mean, I can I can go and say like selection and pricing and social media, being, writing emails, and I can having a good team. Of course, all those things are integral and super important. Having a team you have chemistry with, treating customers right, going the extra mile, not you know, not working in the business, but working on the business. So a lot of times I also see a lot of business owners, they get caught working in the business. Where they want to be the one answering the phone. They want to be the one bringing people out. They want to be the one doing bookkeeping, social media. That part. And what happens is you, you, you're in it wow. and you're not working on it. You're not able to delegate and trust people to do things for you. And what happens, you, you just stay in your lane and you're not able to see how to grow it, how to like do the other tasks that's most important. So like you got to do the things that you're best at that no one else can do, but everything else that someone else can do, like you got to delegate. I'm a higher mm. editor. You can't grow, <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm a higher editor. So, and what's your favorite fuck. point of sale? Uh, point of sale. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Alcova? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, nice. Isn't that the only one? I don't Dude, know. Dude, what everything true, you just said is basically a 101 to mastering your business. Curation, creation, and harmony. Right. Like for you to have the bravery to be the center point nucleus that's gonna hold this message, that's that's another story. To yeah. have the energy to show up, like I, you write a schedule to show up every day, but do you show up every day with the same attitude? Right. That's crazy. I'm curious with that. Like, I, I, I assume you must meditate. No. <laughs> what the? F- no, fuck? I don't. I don't meditate. I mean, like, I'll, this I'll hop in angel. my, like, I'll hop in my car and you're like. You're gonna 10x if you start meditating. If you meditate, <laughs> you will literally grow tentacles and become a whole other of you. Like, what I, the fuck, bro? That's like, I, 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 I mean, I hop in my car and I drive my, I, I have a cup of coffee and as I'm driving, like, that's kind of meditation for me when I'm just in my whip and you just, enjoy. and I'm just thinking in my thoughts and I'm driving. So I don't know if that's a form of meditation, but like, I, I have, I don't really like sit and. Just yeah, you know, we sit in silence as soon as we wake up. I got, for I'll try it. Fifteen I mean, yeah, minutes. Like, I'll send you a guided meditation. Done. Sick. Done. Bless. Uh, wow. Uh, Get ready for Jasper <laughs> two point oh. Spare so, next one's about to meditate. So you said, uh, <laughs> you know, levitate. So you said that, you know, working on your business is doing where like doing the work that in your business that you're best at, and then delegating everything else. Yeah. So what are you best at? Um, yeah, so I'm, I, I, I love marketing. I love writing. Um, I love finding ways to grow the business, develop myself, finding other opportunities, getting creative. So even at my store, like I've created this, um, I have a, I have a monthly catalog. So I print like a hard copy Shut up. of every month, new releases, top 10 best-selling flower, pre-roll, infused pre-roll drinks. And I have wow. this catalog that, and I have a newsletter of like 3,000 cannabis customers on my newsletter so every month I, I have a digital version and i have a physical copy where i bring to my store and you know how many people, pages we talk in here 20 22 what bro and on a monthly basis like we've been doing it for like a year so, so you operate a physical. publication 
Yeah. And you take from last month's data? Or yep. how, yeah. I take okay. all the data, mix them with things that we like, mix them with things that we really mess with. And Can what you I share think, some of those? Let's just talk the state of the market because these are also documentation yep. of history. Yeah. This will be in True. college classes, some of this. Like in <laughs> 20 years, I'm serious. Like they will source from this media, mm-hmm. like people like you, they'll find it on this show. Uh, and I should have brought you guys a few copies, it. honestly. Yeah. Like I, well, yeah. Who's your favorites? Who are you fucking with right now? Who's Man. the brands that you, that you'll go and cop? Who do you put your money on when you're going to go for a, a can, Canada legal market 2024? Right. What is Jasper? So grabbing? what's so crazy about this industry is that like it's so rapidly changing on a week. Like of course, like there's always something. The something. amount of products coming at you now oh. in comparison there's to thousands. 2020. Mm-hmm. There's thousands. Four over four 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 thousand. You have to choose from that as a curator. Yeah, and um, so I mean. My team's on Reddit. We're we're listening. You're listening. We're, we're, we're listening to what the market is saying. Huge. And yeah, like it's it's rapidly changing. So what what's popping one week, which all like change next week. Okay, it could have a different batch, or it's an or or this thing would pop, but then the next batch has a has a, a lower THC, or right? Lower pack. No, boom. Now that's no longer the meta. So the meta's always being updated. So I would say that's, right now it has a pulse through Reddit. It has a pulse. I've man. never been on Reddit. Yeah, I'm not on it too much. But. I love it. Good for you, though. You, so you're actually taking a pulse from the market, and then you guys make choices on that. Yeah. Who are some of your wild creative cards? Because I know you got to sneak some of those in there. Creative cards? Well, uh, we didn't get through popular. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Continue. Um. So, yeah, I think, like, the loud, the loud plug's killing it. <coughs> the loud plug is killing it. Um. I really like Simply Bear stuff. Me too. It was a first facility we tour that them. we did. Love you, NBC. Simply Bear. Yeah. Simply Bear. Oh, and, the um, Lime Mojito is a nice sativa. Yeah. Their White Rainbow. White Rainbow. Their White Rainbow Dude. is nuts. The, yeah. Nuts. That, like, White Rainbow. Yeah, seriously. Dude, yeah. I want it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I really like... Uh, I, and then there's, like, you know, smaller guys, so, like, Woody Nelson. I really like Yo! Woody Nelson. Yeah. They're dope. Homie came and visited us, uh, the, the Glade Runner. CFO, the OG, I think. The, yep. the Jet Super Fuel. cool people. Yeah. Great people. Very cool facility. Yeah. They, um, they're so cool in the things they're doing. I've, I've written <clears throat> now you, since I've learned about your newsletter, and these guys on a list of people who don't need my help. Uh, <laughs> they have such great fucking creatives. Yeah. Like, they've created a video that he showed us about their facility and how they do things. Yep, They're, yep. They came out strong. Like It's not often when a brand will drop and a bud tender uh, will hit me up, um, our friend Dustin, and like vouch for a drop so hard. He's like, this. what was the first one they dropped? The really sweet one? Rainbow Driver. Rainbow Driver. Yep, yep. He's like, it sticks to the fucking wall. <laughs> like the Woody Nelson shit was nuts. Yeah. And they got some cool shit going on in their back end too. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and um, I guess, like, to answer the fir- the original question, I guess, is, like, it's because I'm able to delegate that, like, I'm able to kind of create some some of these new ideas or, you know, these other things that I, I think I can add to the experience of our store or, or do something outside of it, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so, what can you do with the experiences in the store? Yeah, I mean, so there are some stores. So there's a, there's a few things. So we, you know, for us, we offer free coffee every morning from 9 to 11 a.m. That's amazing. So I bought this like Nespresso machine and uh, like it's a nice like commercial type Nespresso. And That's such a classy move. Every, every morning. Yeah. Like, Do people come coffee. through every morning? Yeah, people come. Yeah, for sure. So I just would. free coffee. What you know, a delightful if, surprise too. If you just pulled up. First on thing your in way. the morning, 
right? We have someone there serve the coffee. So that's something that we do. I got this, uh, I had this little 40 projector that kind of just shot out. And it it just, you know, there's like a nice little tech there where I could showcase some buds and brands. That was kind of cool. Moving images. Yeah, I got this, um, I got like a Pac-Man arcade little unit sitting at the corner. You know, if people want to do that. I know some stores got like a press machine where you can come and, you know, press and mm. they charge it as a service. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and then we have our catalogs there out on the table. They can check it out. Um, so there's like a few things you can do for yeah. sure. Yeah. You know, like even like the littlest details, like tablets. I just recently upgraded my tablets to like a larger screen now. So it's faster when you press the button. There's no weight. I yeah. noticed customers, like, if you wait for, like, three seconds, they're, like... Don't move on. You have a few seconds to <laughs> get people's so attention. And instead <laughs> like, of complaining about that, you just update to the, so you can give a better experience. Because right. you know how it is when you're on the move, you're trying and, to look at weed, yeah. And, um, yeah, and it's just, like, you know, I think, um, you know, with the elegating, too, I know that, like, it's tough because, like, sometimes it, it costs more. And, and And I think also another thing that made us successful is that, like, I'm constantly feeding the machine, right? So whatever it is, I always try to find ways to inject money into the machine. How can I make it better? Make the make the tablets maybe bigger, hire better people, give people right raises, or maybe uh, have a, a larger menu. But a lot of times what I notice, not like maybe retailers, I don't talk about cannabis retailers right now, but like in general, a lot of times people with businesses, like they'll extract the money and they'll just kind of like use that to feel fun their lifestyle as opposed to like feeding it back into the machine. Let's go. To allow it to like do more. Let's go. And I and I've noticed that that's always been the best investment, you know? Like I Re-invest. can take the money and I can invest into this or a stock, but like if I have if you have a business, pump money back into that business because that's what's going to give you a higher return, you know what I mean? Even if it doesn't work, you still learn from things. There's still lessons that you learn from it. I tried it, it didn't work, but now I learned it, and I tried it, I put the money into it. So that's another thing I feel like a lot of retailers don't do enough. They just take it, and then they just wanna like- Profit, nine. Yeah, they just wanna take profit, boom. I order extra large piece next time. Uh-huh. Um, I asked this question on a live stream that I saw Eleven doing with Bam the other day, and I'm curious your thoughts about it. Do you think people making money from weed should be regular consumers? Should they be regular? Like, should they consume? Should you smoke you, weed? Yeah. If you're benefiting off weed, should you smoke weed? Basically. If you're benefiting from it, should you smoke weed? Well, or, or use I don't, weed. I don't yeah, know. not necessarily smoke. Making money from, I think, is is. Like okay, like if you're if you're pro- yeah, if you're making money from it, should you consume? If you're uh, in the business, right? That may- maybe that's a better way to frame it. Mm. Or should it? If you're in the business matter. of cannabis, should you be consuming it? That's a that's a great question. I'm going to try to answer this. I think I I never like to tell anyone what they should and shouldn't do, right? Like that's I, fair. Like I don't know. Um, that's good. I don't know whether, you know, maybe there's something, whatever you decide, it's, I can't really say you, sh- you have to do this if you're going to be in this business. So I, I, I don't think I would say that. I think that, I think that there is a positive path to saying like, look, I'm not a consumer, but my intentions are good. I have the capabilities of funding something. I can lead something. I can create something. Maybe I can hire people who know this stuff better than me. Maybe my skills are how to run a business, operate, hire, bring in the right people to run it. It does and, help the industry grow. And have them be the educators and to, to, to fill the gaps that I can't. And in the process, you've created some jobs, you've created some new opportunities. There's 
you're still supplying it. So I think that there are still benefits. Like you can still contribute in a positive way. I love um, that. As long as you're just real with it. Like, you know, if just be honest, like, okay, no, I, I don't smoke. That's not what I do. But look, like, this is what I think I can bring to the table and maybe help someone. Are you going to um, try the CBD cream anyway eventually? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's going to try the CBD cream eventually. That's beautiful, bro. I mean, consuming definitely helps. Like, it gives you a better understanding perspective. And, the, the, and perspective, of course. Like, yeah. I, I think that's a, a huge piece. And it's very easy to, to, to be like, man, like, how can you get that if you don't smoke? Like, mm-hmm. that's, you know? Yeah. I remember uh, someone came to our store who had just, um, he had acquired uh, an, a licensed producer, I, I believe. Okay. And he was coming to our store just to chat with the owners and, and learn about retail. And he was like, I don't, I don't do this stuff. Yeah. And I judged him very harshly immediately. I was like, fuck you, bro. Like, if you're not, right. if you're not, if, down if, you're not if, you, if you don't understand the benefits of this, then I don't know if you should be in it, you know? Mm. But mm. I really, I appreciate that perspective, Jasper. And I, I, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, people can still contribute. Yeah, I think, I, uh, you know, I think if they're just respectful about it, you know, like just... He was an alcohol. He came from alcohol. True. I think that's what triggered me. Right. Yeah, so fuck. He's like, I came from alcohol. I drink. And I'm like, Th- that's why you. I feel like intentions are everything. I, I, I yeah. feel like you can always just feel from someone, like whether they're, they're there for that reason or, or another reason. And I think intentions are everything. If your intentions are good and this is what you just want to do, then, yeah. you know. Yeah, you can it, smoke cannabis and have bad intentions too. Right. I guess. Yeah. It seems like. People are people. People exactly. are people. For sure. Right. Um, I want to go back to, I can't remember the exact quote, but you said something like, um, I want to be the person who I think I am. Oh, that was such a fucking bar. That really hit me. Are you, is there a new person that you are trying to move towards? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, yeah, let me just kind of dive into this myself. So I think that there's all, like, so I, I guess you can say like I, I try to think that there's a version of me that that I know, that always does what I'm supposed to do. So I try to Im- imagine this person where it's another me, another Jasper, where he just always tries to do things the right way and he says what he's going to do. He keeps his word and based on your belief system now. Yes. Okay. Yeah, based on my belief systems and yeah, whatever I think. Also, you know what I think would serve me and be beneficial to me and the people around me. And whoever this person is. And um, so there is, you know, I'm always striving for that. And um, yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. That's beautiful. But Have you found sustainability in um, self-development? Yeah. Um, sustainability, like, do I find it, am I, like, am I comfortable being in it? Like, am I stable? I guess I mean, you know, <sighs> hmm, what do I mean? I think that I burn myself out yeah. and that's something that I'm currently working on. And like when I bring my best self to every situation, which is really what I've been trying to do this whole year, mm-hmm. like I've been really like trying to wake up and those, those negative thoughts that are like, you're going to have a shitty day. Like I'm trying to dim those a bit and really right. go at things with a uh, more positive perspective even when I'm tired or when I'm sick or anything and 
I've been doing a really good job, but yeah, I did. I did run myself down this week and now here we are. And so what I've been doing is not sustainable, but I've told 11 multiple times, like, I don't want to give up anything right now. Mm. So I'm, it's, it's a bit of a juggle of like bringing best self and also taking care of self, I guess. Yeah. So no, that's a great point. And I think, I think a key piece, at least for me is just not being very not judging myself like if if i feel like shit one day and i can't do it like i i give myself that right like i good i give myself that and good um you know and and you're worth it and it just depends on like kind of like where you find your source of energy from right like everyone kind of gets that from from different places and and for me sometimes like when i'm feeling tired or when i'm feeling down like there are times where by me just working i work through it like i i I get out of that bunk when i'm just doing it i guess yeah and i guess everyone can find their own source of energy in different ways and and i think it's just yeah not judging yourself like if you do get tired or if if i feel like if i had a long week and i just did everything i was supposed to do i did all these things and i burnt out on the sixth day i'm like yeah well i feel proud because I did all that all week. Like yes, I'm, I'm bro. I can, I can do that. I can give myself and relax for the day and not feel bad about it. And, right. You're and an then athlete. It just, You're a mental athlete. And then, <laughs> and then it just becomes like, okay, nice. Like now I can, I've earned it and I can enjoy myself. And, and, um, so yeah, I, I think just not judging yourself and just doing whatever you feel like doing. Right. Like, yeah. um, that's good. That's good to hear. Do you, do you have long-term like, do you have like, I see myself here in five years and 10 years, or are you more like taking it day by day? Yeah, I think um, that's a great question. I think I have a a macro picture or a macro vision. Like I, I'm not gonna say I can sit here in five years, I think I'm gonna be at the head of this. And I, I, I try to look at it like, what? how do I wanna feel? Like what's that state mm, of where I am in five bro. years, you know? You're saying the gospel, bro. Instead of like a very specific role or title, I'm like, well, in five years, 10 years, I would like to think that I'm just feeling amazing. (laughs) I have, you know, good friends. I have good family around me. Mm. I've built things that I'm proud of. And and whatever that means, whatever that translates into, whether that means it's like a X amount of company or this amount of thing or whatever it is, like I just need to be, in five years, I need to have a macro goal of like the certain feelings that I want to be able to feel then and the relationships that I have at that point. So as long as I'm like kind of in that pocket, you know. You're such I love a it. G, man. I That's fucking love so it. delightful. You are a ray of sunshine. <laughs> and like disciplined sunshine, structured, focused, uh, forward sunshine. Congratulations, thanks, no, thank bro. You. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank that. you. Nice. Thanks for committing to the industry and, and the legal industry. Do you? Um, yeah, we're lucky to have you. Do you, I also ask this question, I, I think it's an interesting question on your uh, live stream, is, Please. is do you think that um, legacy and legal will eventually just coexist, or do you think that legacy is on its way out? Ooh. Um, I think it will coexist, um, whether it's 50-50, 80-20, 90-10, 60-40, I don't know. Um, but I think that I think history and culture and roots is very important in anything. Like, mm-hmm. you, you, there's always that, always in it. Uh, whether it's like, you know, dance or hip hop or whatever. Like, there's always, like, even like basketball and like you look at the modern game and you look back in the day, you got like all your legends. Like, there's always like a root that's there, that there's an energy that's always going to be in it. So, I would think that like 
I don't know what the exact split is, um, but I do see there's you know some legacy people and legal people that's going to find success in their own way and let 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 the market decide, I guess you know. Yeah. But yeah, off the top of your head, because we can't market so much. Off the top of your head, if you could make a commercial for oh. Spirit Leaf that could be played on full national TVs. broadcast it oh, would wow. be everywhere spy here. yeah international do you have any ideas of like what that 30 second spot would look like yeah so i mean you know during this you know this this wonderful discussion like you know you guys got you know hopefully you guys get an idea of what we're about our come up our story and like that's the essence of it you know the essence of the things that i speak about the things that i believe in that's the essence of spirit Lee scarborough community doing things the right way just supporting, showing love, and, you know, being a competitive business to offer you the best products at the best prices and always leveling up the experience for you. So, like, that's just at the essence of who we are. And if you mess with that, if that resonates with you, then, like, you're going to enjoy being, you know, you're going to enjoy our, our, our store and, 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 and what we do. So I enjoy your store just for the free coffee. <laughs> I love to show I'll be up coming every morning <laughs> at 9 and 11 now. If 11 um, comes at 11, can I still get one? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Closing so hours. It's full day for you, man. 24 hours, <laughs> whenever you need it. <laughs> love. Yeah, we definitely got to come see the store. Yeah. 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 Oh, will. my God. We'll make a trip out. And that block party? Oh, I was my gonna God. Say, oh, we'll be there. The it's going to be crazy. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I love that. Oh, my God. I can't think of a more delightful place to I know. That you were. Even. That was so fantastic. Wow, thank, thank you, you so much for coming on the show. Oh, my so God. Uh, where can we find you? Yeah. I mean, so my handle on Instagram, smg, smg.40. I have a newsletter, a personal newsletter if you want to subscribe to it, where I just talk about these things, business, mindset, positive, you know, self-development. I write like once or two times a week. So you guys can follow my newsletter. Uh, we'll leave a link somewhere. Yeah, we'll um, leave a link in description. the description below. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can find me there, man. So Awesome. Bless you, brother. Thank you for sharing your amazing energy with us and your perspectives and insights. Thank you, man. And like one more thing, like I just, this is my second podcast and I want to make it a little tradition where at the end of every podcast, I always bring like a gift just to say thank you for having me on and being on your platform. So like, what? yeah, I mean, I would love to just kind of bring that silly. up. Oh my Let's God. do it. I don't, so you, I don't know if you have a knife or something. It's in a box, but <coughs> yeah. I can find a knife. You're so kind. Thank you, bro. That's so sweet. Okay. This is uh Do I have a key? Yes, I have a key. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Oh, Boom. fuck. Look at I this. Do the job. Holy consuelos. <laughs> oh, this was fun, man. This was fun. This is this really is fun. Stop it. So it's like a belt, man. <laughs> no way! <laughs> Just a little, little, little thing you can put on, you know. Oh I mean? my god! Got, got the spear leaf on the side, and yes, a little belt. You know what I mean? You just put that up. Oh my god! So Thank you, brother. I'm going in for a hug. Thank I'm not you. gonna touch you because I don't know what I have. No problem, no problem. But no thank problem. you but yeah. so, so much. Nah, thank you, man. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> this is going everywhere. The That's mic, it. the spirit leaf, the joints. That's it. <laughs> oh. That's it.
thank you. What a gift. That's what a incredible. thoughtful gift. Holy you. shit. So yeah, that's why I was like, yo, I was waiting for this to come in. That's why I was like, yo, like let's wait for, for it to come in and then for us to do the podcast. And, oh my gosh. Yeah, thank man. you. I don't know if you guys are interested or anything, but it's just cool hardware. I, I do this type of belt for my competition. Like that's the like, they get the belt for, oh, for wow. winning. So it's kind of our tradition. I here. love nice. wrestling. Okay. Yeah, he oh, does. Shit. <laughs> I have a picture with me meeting The Rock on our background. No way. Yeah, I met oh. The Rock. I got that fatherly hug that you've always wanted from The Rock. <laughs> Dude, this awesome. is incredible. Thank you so yeah, much. I yeah, love yo. this. Thank you for joining us. Bless Subscribe. You. Follow Jasper. Subscribe to his newsletter. Subscribe to us. Give this to a friend. Send someone this episode. Make um, a clip for yourself. Screen record it and post this. We don't care. Yes. Love you. <laughs> Bye. Stay disciplined. <laughs> Whoa! What the That's actual right. fuck? <laughs>